So there you are, cantering along. The jump is firmly in your sights. You're getting ready for your horse to take off when all of a sudden, and without any warning, he begins to veer a little off course. And before you know it, you are flying past the jump, either to the right or the left, as your horse once again proves to you that he is indeed the master of running out of a fence. Well, if this is you, and if this is a problem that is just getting you down a lot, this week is for you. We're going to look at how to reform a horse that has made a habit of running out of fences. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast. This is the podcast for horse riders and equestrians all over the world um, to help you get, well, to understand a little bit more and get a bit better at actually riding and what you're doing in the saddle. Each week we take a different topic to do with horse riding and we break it down into, well, I suppose, simplified kind of step-by-step instructions that you can then follow during the week to help get you and your horse on the right track with regards to riding that or perhaps fixing it or maybe changing it, whatever the case is, becoming better at it or just learning something um, new each week. This is the first lesson, the Monday lesson. There are another four on the topic after this. And I'm going to let you know at the end of this how you can get your hands on all four. So as you can actually sit down, listen to them and then use them when you're in the saddle. It's a very simple process. All you do is download it to your phone, pop the phone into your pocket and away you go. It's like having an instructor with you in the arena. So as I said, I will let you know at the end of this how you can get your hands on all of the past lessons and this week's lessons as well. The other thing that you can do today that is going to help with your riding is pop over to fitforriding.com and sign up there we have something fantastic starting in July and I would love for you to be a part of it so back to today and back to your horse running out it is so frustrating and the funny thing is is that it seems to happen regardless of what you do and how you do it and it seems that for many riders who actually start off jumping they seem to spend more time running past fences than actually jumping the fences and the thing is with your horse and with regards to your horse The more confident he becomes with being able to do this, the more often he's going to do it. And he be, not only that, he becomes better and better of literally just dropping a shoulder and ducking out to the side. Now, it is a common problem and it's, it tends to kind of show up when riders actually begin to jump fences now I say this and you know a a demanding fence or a fence can mean 50 centimeters to one person it can mean a meter to the other it's not really the size of the fence it's more that once the horse realizes that there's a little bit of effort involved in doing this they might begin to find ways to make that effort a little bit easier on them to minimize things okay now we are going to assume for the rest of this week's lessons that you if your horse is indeed running out you have eliminated all the obvious reasons that it might be happening so you've had the teeth the back the tack any soreness he's not being overfaced he's not tired uh, you're not catching him out you're not slamming on his back all that has been dealt with and we're actually going to just assume that um, it is a habit that your horse now has formed and one that we are going to start maybe trying to reform in your horse okay so many riders confuse running out with refusals they are two different things and I think it's because they're maybe penalized similarly that they do get confused. I want you to think of a refusal as being kind of that sliding halt, okay? So imagine you're coming to the fence and your horse stops dead in front of it. Nope, 
not going over that. Thank you. A run out is more like the horse doesn't really break momentum. He just directs his energy and his body somewhere else. Okay, somewhere where the fence is not in the way and he has to get over it. So I want you to kind of keep that in mind when we're talking about running out and refusals. Now, refusals can have lots of different reasons and generally it's more to do with the horse's lack of confidence or not comfortable with the jump. Whereas running out... It, I, it very often, sometimes it can have to do with the horse being overfaced. But as I said, for the most part, it really comes down to horses that, well, they become quite skilled at doing it. And also because the rider is allowing it to happen. <gasps> I know you're probably thinking now, hold on there, Lorna. I do everything in my power to make him go over that fence, but he just won't. No, you see, the thing is, many riders, when they kind of meet this running out, and if they, whether it is that they themselves have taught the horse that this is a-okay, or that they get a horse that has been taught by somebody else that it's okay, the thing is, they try and reform this habit by actually working over jumps. But just like many things to do with jumping... (laughs) its roots actually go right back to the flat work to the basics okay and well more the lack of the flat work that is happening okay so you'll often find that the horse has been jumping quite happily he's been popping over his fences he's been doing his work like a good fellow that he is and then someday for whatever reason he sees a chance okay it's kind of there's a bit of an exit there at the side and he decides to take it and it's the mere fact that he was allowed to take it that's usually enough to plant a little seed in there, okay? Now, I'm not saying your horse is evil or nasty and has all these things. It's just, it's it's kind of like the path of least resistance. He's found a door, he's going to take it. You know, it, it's his whole kind of trying to do as little as possible or as little that has to be done um, and still kind of get a, get a result. And he thinks this is, well, look, I got to the other side of the fence, but this time I went around it. Um, but yeah that's generally what tends to happen now the downside to having a horse that actually has mastered the art of running out is that it's often a very long journey and particularly if it is with the same rider can be done but it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of consistency and firmness and only that concentration from the rider if you're going to get there okay if you're going to actually get you and your horse going over the center of fences each time um it's not something that you're going to just go there we go light bulb moment we've got it okay remember you're trying to break a habit and the longer the horse has been allowed to run out at fences well the better he probably has become of it and the little bit more difficult it's going to be to fix that habit okay so we when running out why do our horses run out well it can be caused by all sorts of reasons but generally you'll see that the rider is not using their legs and their seat and their hands their aids in other words to correctly channel the horse's energy and to direct it where you want to go and just like the banks of a river if there's a part that is weak the water is going to run out of the river okay or overflow or burst the banks whatever you want to say okay but your horse is going to be that as well so if you're not able to shut down all those um other exits (laughs) along the way and keep him moving forward where you want to go he might just take a chance now another reason that running out kind of starts and then begins to get worse and worse is that the rider is going into their jumping position too early 
um, before the fence. And what's happening is they kind of drop the contact. And not only that, they leave the horse to their own devices. Now, two things can happen with this. First of all, your horse might just see see a door and take it. But secondly, a lot of horses get a little bit anxious and a little bit nervous when the rider drops the contact. They kind of think, well, hey, what's going on here? And rather than following through and going over the fence, they decide, uh-uh, that's it. No, you know what? I don't feel comfortable doing this. I'm rather going to go this way. And because there's no contact, they can go that way. Um, so yeah, think about that as well. Now, the third reason that I often see uh, horses running out is due to the rider's lack of a straight line, okay? So you have to think of your approach, your jump, and your getaway as being a very straight line. And you have to plotted or planned that line okay before every fence you need to get really really good at seeing a line but then at following and riding through on the line okay really really important and it's very often that they'll approach the fence maybe crooked or they approach it um I, don't, I have seen it all in the arena but uh, they approach it less than perfect and of course it kind of leads to them getting there maybe a little bit more unbalanced than what they should be but not only that it also leaves that door open the side door open for your horse to to take a duck out okay now the last reason that I just want to mention is and there's lots of reasons these are just kind of the main ones that often happen is that the horse becomes too fast into the fence okay And it's literally, it's going so fast, that speed of the approach, the rider just cannot control because all the energy is kind of running out the front. It's a little bit like a freight train. Uh, um, Imagine the freight train begins to turn. Yeah, a whole army isn't going to turn that back, okay? Or put it back on track. And that is very often as well what happens. Now, you might find that as you begin to work with your horse and as you kind of shut down one door, shut down one opportunity, close things, he might begin to look for other ways that he is able to then, I suppose, distract you and begin to evade the jump, um, if that makes any sense. And one of those ways, once everything else has become shut down and become, I suppose, closed and nice and tight, is the fact that he might become a little bit too fast. So really really important so now that we have placed the blame firmly and squarely in the court of the rider okay I'm sorry but there we go okay we need to look at what we can do to turn this around so I want you to first of all start thinking about when you ride you often hear the term of riding between the leg and the hand okay and all this means is that the energy very simple by the way is that the energy um that you're creating with your leg you're kind of then channeling or directing where that energy goes using your hand now there's a lot more that happens that was a very simplified version as I said um but uh yeah that's generally the gist of things okay now when you're dealing with horses who like to take the side door uh, it generally means as well that the connection between your leg and your hand is not very strong and that there's holes there that your horse if he wants to he can take advantage of okay so I want you to begin practicing to channel this forwardness and this movement in your horse so you want to focus on straightness throughout his body when he's being ridden and not only that on the level of responsiveness to your aids as well okay really really important so I said it kind of comes back to those basics in on or in flat work and 
when you're schooling your horse on the flat, okay? Um, and this is what it all comes down to, okay? So he should remain straight and true when he's working on the flat. If you find that he's becoming crooked or he's beginning to veer or to drift a little bit, uh, and a very good idea with this would be working on the quarter line or down the center line where you don't have the sides of the arena to help, okay? He should then be responsive enough to your aids, particularly your leg, that if you bring him or ask him to correct himself, he does so, okay? So this is the whole having the straightness, keeping the channel going, but if he does kind of wander one side or the other, or he becomes a little bit crooked through his body, that when you ask him to correct himself using your leg, he listens to you. He is responsive enough all the way through to listen to you, okay? So once you've got that kind of down, you can also then begin working on better half halts, okay? So this will help you not only steady things a little, but it'll also help that sometimes, as I say, when we begin to kind of shut things down. So let's say you've now really started to get that lovely energy channeled where you want to go. Sometimes there's more energy because, well, we've closed up the holes. We've kind of sealed off all the exits. So now we've got a whole lot more energy to work with. It's all there. It's all underneath us. And very often, if we don't have, I suppose, a good half halt, or if we're not able to perform a good half halt, it does end up it tends to kind of run out the front okay and as I mentioned your horse will then take a little bit advantage of this and maybe run out the side okay so really really important that you get to have your half holds okay so you're directing this energy but then you're also able to balance and work with the energy it's not just going to run through all the time okay so another thing you could also begin practicing and again before you attempt any jumping we haven't mentioned jumping yet okay is working over ground poles now this is great for both you and your horse because when we're talking about ground poles and we're talking about you, I mentioned at the very beginning that one of the reasons horses learn to run out is because the rider goes into the jumping position too early. So you can use the ground poles and begin practicing that your horse pops the pole and then you follow your horse over the pole. Okay, you don't go first. He has to go you merely follow, okay? Now, I'm not saying you get left behind. That's different again. But if you, you're a little bit in the habit of throwing yourself, but people do, I, I look and I think, it's a pole. <laughs> There's no need to throw yourself at it. But um, that you can kind of in your head say, and I, I find it helps, if you say, wait, wait, wait now, and then going to your maybe your light seat or whatever you're doing over the pole it starts to kind of tune that in a little bit inside of you that you really really learn to wait for your horse to pop the fence but the reason it's good for your horse as well is that he becomes used to the fact that um he's going over the center of the poles that's it it's it's not up for negotiation okay it's it's the middle or nothing and uh, as he does so he also begins to respect that light straightness and that I suppose channeling that you're now using with your your aids to keep him going where you want him to go now I want you to just if, if your horse is running out try and kind of move away from being frustrated and Try and move away from being, I suppose, upset and annoyed, particularly if you are being penalized for it quite a bit, okay? You need to understand that it might be down to your tendencies as a rider or 
are somebody else's, okay? I'm not saying it might not be your fault at all at all, okay? But um, you need to understand that very often horses run out because they're allowed to run out. And in doing so, in understanding that, now that puts, you can take all the responsibility then and say, well, you know what? I can then fix this, okay? This is not unfixable. This is something I can do. And not only that, you can start to, I suppose, really work towards, have a plan and work towards getting your horse that he's straight and centered over the fence each time and he's not diving to the side anymore. Now, as I mentioned at the very beginning, we are going to be working on this all this week. We've got another four audio programs. This program, this is the Monday lesson, is the free podcast program and it is the one that we basically have the little overview of the whole thing we kind of understand why it's happening and everything the rest of the week is definitely step-by-step exercises in the arena with you in the saddle to uh, get you and your horse on the straight and narrow and going over the center of those fences if you would like to join us you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join we would absolutely love to have you not only will you get all this week's lessons but you'll also get all the past lessons in there as well so all the podcasts that are on the daily strides podcast they all have a week of lessons to go with them and they are all available to you inside of daily strides premium so i'm going to leave today with once more inviting you to pop over to fitforriding.com um, i'm really excited about it and if you pop over there i will be able to then let you know a little bit more about what it's all about have a great one keep well and i'll chat to you soon bye